Well, hello and welcome to the Caledonian Kings Wrestling Podcast. Uh, my name is Mark, I'm your host, and I'm here with, as ever, Stuart. How are you doing, buddy? Very well, thanks very much, Mark. How are you doing? Aye, no bad. Um, we're back in the present day, back to something current. <laughs> um, also, I think the last one was NXT, so we've not, a lot of pay-per-views going on at the minute, and we've actually missed one out as well, so um, the, the Super Showdown, so there's a lot going on in WWE right now. Um, well, pay-per-view... I called it, but I not called Go- Bill Goldberg winning that belt. Ah, uh, it's unbelievable, actually. Um, <laughs> but I mean, you, you can, can take it. You can take yeah. it two ways, can't you? Um, Goldberg's more of a draw for the the normal, yeah, the casual wrestling fans in the fiend. It's it's many a money deal with. Yeah, a lot of people would rather see Goldberg and Roman than they would fiend and Roman. I think at this stage. Um, exactly. On a mainstream stage, anyway. So I've seen, a, I've seen an interesting take on it. Um, it's not just obviously about the name of Goldberg. It's people will be more accepting of Roman beating Goldberg for the belt than they would be for the Fiend. See, that's rotten, though, isn't it? Yeah, it's <laughs> fucking dreadful. But I think Roman would be back to square one if he took the belt off <clears> the Fiend. So yeah, fair enough. The Fiend gets his match against Cena, which I'd prefer to see. Yeah, than, you know, what I mean, Fiend Roman. Uh, yeah. Care. Yeah, I, I think I'd agree with that. Um, and Fiend's going to go over Cena, where he probably wouldn't go over Roman. So <laughs> is he? I think he oh, is. It? Surely, <laughs> the last few times I watched Cena wrestle, I don't think he's wrestled in over a year. But it was actually scary to watch him try and take a bump because he wasn't comfortable with it anymore. You know, they get that sort. You know, they think they get that way when they've not been in there for a while. Or they think match, uh, they're going to crumble. Yeah. <clears throat> so we're live from the Wells Fargo Centre in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. It's Elimination Chamber 2020, of course. Um, 14,853, I believe, was the attendance. Um, good, big, good big arena, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think there's quite a lot of shows in here. Yeah. Um, that, well, that was my thought. Mm. Just as you mentioned at Wells Fargo Centre, I'm like, again? Yeah, that's a regular regular hotspot. <laughs> when are we going to get one? Um mm. So the pre-show um, had uh, Ryder and Kurt Hawkins versus the Viking Raiders. It was a bit of squash. Uh, Viking Raiders went over on that one. I didn't watch the match. I just sort of skimmed through it. Um, no, you didn't watch that classic tag match, no? No, no, no. I, I didn't want to you know, spoil myself before the main show. Nah, um, you've, you only know how, so many, you've only got so many pops in you. Yeah, you only get so many great matches in, 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 in the barrel. Uh, <laughs> so, Eric, Eric and Ivar lighting up the pre-show. Yes. <laughs> uh, I kept writing down the War Raiders. Constantly, <clears throat> when I was watching them, I came out of I'm like, no, it's Viking Raiders. <laughs> They've changed it, changed it that many times. Um, Viking experience. Oh, yes, what a name. I mean, why did they not stick with that? I don't see where the uproar came from that. Uh, it's because changing to the Viking Raiders has put them into the main event, you know. What I mean? <laughs> yeah. Viking, it sounds like a day out, doesn't it? A Viking experience. Um, it does. I'd that. <laughs> so, on to the main show. Uh, with all pay-per-views, we get, we get a nice promo package from, from WWE, and, and nobody does it better um, these days. AEW have got some good ones on the go, but um, mm-hmm. certainly not to their standards at times. We're introduced to the show by Michael Cole and Corey Graves, um, the only two-man commentary team in the company at the minute. Um, they don't need no third man. They're a strong independent announced yeah. team there. You know, yeah. um, I like the dynamic of those two. Yeah, they bounce off each other nicely. Yeah, they've got a nice sort of chemistry there and it helps Corey not having a third guy that he can berate. Um, like, my, my thoughts were uh, he's, he's not got a Byron Saxon to sit and slag, so yeah, yeah I'm fine with that. I think when he does that, it does take away for the show, doesn't it? Constantly. Takes you out of the zone. So we've got... Um, we'll get to Jerry Lawler in a minute. 
Ah, uh, we don't. We'll talk about him. Later, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> He's not there yet, so we can enjoy it while it lasts. <laughs> um, we get Daniel Bryan versus Drew Gulak. Fucking the show. yes. Who'd no, have thought I wanted to see this match? No fly zone Gulak. Yes. yes. Love him. So the, the, the wee story going into this one is Gulak has claimed that he knows all Daniel Bryan's weaknesses, and he's had mm-hmm. plenty of PowerPoint presentations to show that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so Bryan's basically said, "All right, well, I'll invite you invite somebody to a match at Elimination Chamber to test his knowledge, basically, and say, all right, if you know my weaknesses, then you should be able to beat me.' You know. Um, Love it. Love basic. It. How basic? Yeah. It works so. Oh, it works so well. Um, if this watching two of them kind of like, oh, see if this isn't matching the night, I'll be shocked. Yeah, that was my thoughts. Yeah, the first thing I wrote was there should be a technical masterclass. You know, mm-hmm. these two guys have a sort of similar style. Um, and it's funny because you know you remember Gulak was obviously the cruiserweight champion and was in a cruiserweight division, and he's about the same size as Brian, if not bigger. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know. Yes. And I'm just looking at him, I'm like. Christ Almighty, that's uh, <laughs> you know. Uh, he looks. Uh, I'd noted as well, like see, because he doesn't wear knee pads. Gulak, his 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 legs look stick thin. Have you noticed that when wrestlers yeah. don't wear knee pads, they just their legs look thin. That's just a a wild observation. <laughs> I, I don't know why it came in my mind, but yeah, I, I suppose maybe you just become so accustomed accustomed to seeing the knee pads knee on pads, there. Um... Uh, so, um, obviously, a fan favourite, Daniel Bryan, and the hometown boy, um, Drew Gulak. So, both men get sort of a bit of pop when they come out. Um, both men exchange control early on, so through some wrist locks and some headlocks, um, as expected, a bit, of, a bit of casual wrestling to start with. Yep. Um, Bryan can't quite get the better of him early on, gets knocked down a couple of times, takes a breather on the outside, and then like, people are starting to think uh, that Gulak yeah. knows what he's doing. <laughs> yeah, like, Bryan's absolutely shocked that Gulak can match him. Uh, yeah. Some very tasty match-based stuff. Definitely. Based the stuff, sorry, to begin with. See, that's three times fast. <laughs> um, so we see plenty more technical wrestling uh, until both men sort of seem to have a bit of a knee bar on each other and they've both got like a loose leg so they're mm-hmm. kicking each other at the same time. Very, very nice spot. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, that, that sort of seem to be on the, way, the same wavelength the whole way through. Um, and I think it's Daniel Bryan who eventually just gives up on the wrestling. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And just, uh, I think it's when Gulak's on the deck, he just kicks him in the leg, and that's when the sort of the hard hitting stuff really starts. Mm-hmm. Um, we get some chops, we get some uh, more kicks back and forth between the two of them. Um, they were laying it in, weren't they? They were really, really hard hitting, and there was a few spots as well. I don't know if you're getting to them. Um, Brian was kind of a caught in a, a legs head, a le- Alex has a kind of head hold, and uh, Gulak has a very, very kind of short pile driver. Yeah, it's like a snap pile driver. I thought it was brilliant. I've never seen that before. Oh yeah, me neither. I wrote that down as well. It's fantastic mm-hmm. to see. Something. It was so unique, yeah, because you see that spot a lot of the time. And you think, yes. why is this guy not stopping him doing yeah. the headstand? <laughs> and then right. we go, boom. <laughs> um, we also get a surfboard stretch, which I haven't seen in a while. Yes, love, I love that. that. <laughs> um, Gulak starts to work the neck. Uh, after the pile driver, he just he focuses on the neck. Psychology. Yeah. Fuck me. Makes total sense and. You know, and it worked because I was watching it at times and go, you know, because Brian's neck issues are not, you know, they're not mm-hmm. kayfabe. Yeah. They are, they're real. My, um, my thoughts on that were, Stephen, he took the mental kind of a, it was an awkward suplex, so like he sprung off the top rope. I don't yeah. know if you've seen this online, but his balls fell out. He's, he's, uh... <laughs> did it? <laughs> did I? Um, I was, <laughs> a, a friend uh, <laughs> felt the need to send that to me and show me uh, his balls hanging out as he's um, it was his upper kind of back shoulders that snapped against the top rope and then yeah. he took an awkward bump to the outside. It's like, that's a bit mad. What are you oh. doing? Ta- what's he doing taking a bump? Oh, madness. Yeah. 
Oh, it is. And he takes a, a German suplex later in the ring as well and landed mm. very, very high. Yes. Um, oh, he folded up like an accordion. Yeah, it was... Oh, absolutely brutal. Um, and I think that he gets a two count off the back of that. It's Gulak on Brian, of course. Mm. Um, we... I think uh, Brian Gulak. Oh, that's that one you're talking about, isn't it? With Gulak's attempt in the suplex and yeah. sort of tumble yeah, over so the top. They're basically yeah. So after the suplex, what now? Say he gets them back inside, and then they just exchange suplexes for the next couple of minutes. <laughs> um, Brian hits a dragon suplex for a two. Uh, the the released overhead German that you, that you mentioned there yeah. folded, folded them up like an accordion. And uh, then Brian eventually makes his comeback. Um, Gulak cuts him off, hits a fall away. Kind of, it was a. No, nah, it was a really it was a kind of fall away reverse suplex into the gulock. Yeah, it was fucking class. Man. Really nice, but it's a nightmare when you're trying to call it, isn't it? <laughs> it's I don't, yeah, I don't know what the move's called. Yeah, it you're was... trying to explain moves, and you're like, it was like they did a you know this and that, and you're trying to put yeah. moves together. Um, it was like he had them in the kind of. It was like a, almost like a dragon sleeper hold, and he managed. Yeah, I'd to say like... it was a sort of like a reverse suplex, you know, yeah. like sort of like the nineteen sixteen lift and then in, and then sort of keeps it in like a dragon sleeper. Sort of, it, it was... kind of, yeah, it was, it was class, whatever it was. Yeah, insert uh... the name here. <laughs> <laughs> um, we then get uh, Brian sort of counters that gulak into the yes lock, um, where mm-hmm. gulak basically just passes out, um, and, and the ref rings a bell. So we get, it's, 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 I like I like that sort of finish because it. It keeps Gulak relatively strong that he wouldn't oh, give up. I forget relatively, man. Yeah, Gulak is Gulak's a made man after that. that yeah, after what, that what a rub. Um, yes, yes. You know, just to, to to put, and you know, Brian doesn't need to do that for anybody. But the no, fact he that he will. But um, I like that. That's his role in WWE now. That yeah, um, he's just he's putting these younger guys over, and he doesn't need to lose to put them over. Like that is the perfect example of getting over in in a loss. That, that's that's how it's done. An yeah. incredible match, uh, a great opener, good pace. It didn't ever kind of grind to a boring halt. Um, I think that's storytelling and psychology at its best. Definitely. And, and then the show respect for Brian after it. Yeah, just the uh, nod and the point and, you know, that sort of thing. I'm not sure if he'd have done that if it wasn't in his hometown. Um you know, because obviously it's sort of like this is your boy, and he, and he you know, he's done yeah. very well here. But um, I, I absolutely adored this match, and, and you sort of gave me the heads up. So I think you'd watched it before me, mm-hmm. um, and you says enjoy this, you know, yeah. <laughs> as much as you can, and I absolutely yeah. did. Um, I, I seen a lot of people, you know, when the match was announced, because it was only announced on Friday um, on SmackDown that um, these two were going to go at it. I seen people saying, "Christ, how the night you have fallen?" You know, Brian was the champion going into Mania last year, and look at him now—he's fighting wrestling Gulak on, you know, the start of the show. And I thought, well, you know. In wrestling, you have to cool off people sometimes. A hundred percent. You can't you can't have people at the top all the time, and you need. I said you need to cool them, cool them off. Put, mm-hmm. you know, remember, remember John Cena. He was a champion for about four four years before people started getting sick of him, and then they just kept him up there. And it was like oh, and then when he, eventually yeah. when they did the US title stuff, people were like oh, oh you know, and they bought good. they buy into him again. Mm-hmm. So you need to sort of move people down the card and, and you know burn, cool them off a wee bit, or they just get burnt out. I totally um, agree with that. Totally and that's exactly that. what they've done with Brian here, and, and it made that match worth watching as well. You know, it gave you something else worth watching and helped because if if Gulak was wrestling for a cruiserweight title on this on this show, I'd have been like all right, fair enough. I wouldn't have cared. Yeah, but with this, you're like, all right, okay, let's see what he's got, you know. So I've never I, I thoroughly enjoyed it as well. I've, I've never been more in an opening match, you know, in a in a long time, and I also liked um, 
gulags are the other nicknames that Michael Cole was hitting out with. Did you catch these? It was a, <laughs> it was a, he's a technical terminator. And <laughs> the, the, he was also known as the Philadelphia Stretcher. Which is <laughs> that probably, I mean, that's t-shirts, isn't it? <laughs> it, it really is. uh, I did like the technical terminator. That's quite good, actually. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so this was uh, 14 minutes, 20 seconds, and uh, it flew by. It flew uh, by. Uh, yeah. It was great. So the second match on the show... Um, Another barnstormer. <laughs> Fucking, I know. <laughs> what have they done here? Yeah, this, this was a total B show for me. You know, I was like, oh, it's just one of those ones yeah, you probably do without it. But yeah, yeah. Andrade like versus Humberto yeah. Carrillo. Yeah. Good, um, good story again. Yeah. What, what, what do you make of Humberto Carrillo? I think he's fantastic. Yeah. Um, see, watching this, I made I specifically made a note of this. This match is like watching um, Eddie Guerrero versus Juventud Guerrero in WCW. Yes. That, wow. That is the, what this match was. Mm. Um, obviously, he, that Humberto actually looks like Juventud, I think, as well. He's got um, that smile. Yes, he moves like him as well. Like, I don't, obviously, they're both kind of lucha, but he's got the same. Uh, you know, you take away the face, you'd think it's the same person. And obviously, Andrade is a bit more built, like Eddie was. Uh-huh. Even in WCW, Eddie was bigger than most of the crew. He was top heavy, yeah. Yeah, like, he just... <clears throat> it's good It's good stuff. And then you add in Zelina Vegas to the mix as well. Yeah, she, she's, uh, a, she's fantastic. She, her, her facials and actions throughout matches are just... It's such a nice sprinkle on the top of the match, agree. you know. Um, I, rem- I remember when um, Andrade kind of first uh, burst onto the scene when he was in NXT. I think it was, at, it was at a takeover two years ago before Mena and he was wrestling against Alistair Black. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also kind of picked up on this during the black match as well, and nobody gave, gave two fucks about either of them. And yeah, fucks to Andrade. He kind of reevaluated, he aligned with Zelina Vega, and he got his act together. He is, oh, he's so good. It's crazy to think he used to wrestle under a mask because he's exactly. a fucking handsome guy. He's a good-looking <laughs> guy. He is what they should be pushing for the next big. Well, he is the next big uh, kind of Latino Latino wrestling WWE. Definitely, you see him. You see him as a world champion in the future. A hundred and ten percent, yes, indeed. Yeah. I think a lot of guys, you know, who are sort of mid carders now, a lot of them they do have that thing where you think, oh, maybe they're too small, or maybe they're. But you know, he's he's definitely got the pedigree. Yeah. You know, he's he's, he's definitely got that cutting edge about yeah. him. Yeah. He's um, only he's only thirty. Yeah, and I think I think you know Zelina does help him. It's not that he's a bad promo, but obviously with English not being his first language, and he's only recently learned it. Obviously coming into the states a couple of years ago, yeah. So it does take a while to get that sort of because Humberto Carrillo is horrible on the mic as well. Um, yeah, I don't think Humberto's going anywhere fast though. No, he's a, he's a solid hand in the mid he's card. A, and, he's an absolute. You know, he'll take over that mid card. So. I personally would I, I, team him up with like Rey Mysterio for a bit, or you know, add him as a tag team, so you've got something exciting there on the main. You know, give him a rub with Ray mm-hmm. or something like that, because he, he's very, very good, but only to a certain level. Yeah. Um, phenomenal yeah, I, in the ring. But... I, I definitely agree. I'd, I'd noted this at, kind of, at the end of this match here that Andrade is the new mid card workhorse. Now, uh, what yeah. I mean by that is remember the kind of a position that who's the best example? Well, probably the Shield back near the. When they were first coming up, with the, the Rollins, the mm-hmm. the Dean Ambrose, I'd even uh, see a Ziggler at one point. Ziggler, yeah, just that he's a new generation. Of, yeah, <clears throat> he's just a 
he's a good, good, good hand. Yeah, everybody, everybody looks at him, regardless of whether you, you know, whether you're into your, your kayfabe side of things and you're booing him, etc. But you look at him and you think, yeah, he's going to go places. Yes. You know, he's got stardom yeah. written all over him. Yes. Um, I should point out, by the way, Humberto Carrillo's only 24. Exactly. Um, so, you know, for me to say, obviously, he's a ship from he's, he's still a work in progress exactly. and he's a, he's a fantastic wrestler. So I'm mm-hmm. not undermining him by any means. I'm just making a statement. <laughs> and that, that's the thing. He is a very good wrestler because you see some of the moves at the pace that they deliver them, it's so easy to watch them and they don't. There's yeah. not one... I was waiting for it. I was, waiting, I was waiting on a slip-up and it never yeah. came. Because if, if you recall our NXT rival show that we did with the Lucha Dragons mm-hmm. and, you know, the speed they guys were trying to move it and just yeah. fucking botching things left, right and centre. So, yeah, you know... We get to the... the... <laughs> Later on. <laughs> Next <laughs> match after this. Yeah. Um, also, just want to touch on it quickly because I know I don't want to spend too long on this match. But um, Angel Garza, who's been part of this feud, mm-hmm. um, so obviously the two of these guys started feuding in, in December actually, but Andrade was <coughs> injured, suspended for a wellness violation. <laughs> <laughs> um, he had a good time in Mexico when he was back visiting the family. I think. Yes. Um, <laughs> so um, Zelina brought up uh, Angel Garza, who's actually the real life cousin of Humberto Carrillo, yes, of course, part of the Garza family. Um, you might know Hector Garza, who used to wrestle in WCW. Um, so all the, so he brought him up, and he sort of had a bit of a back and forth, sort of fill in the blanks, if you like, while Andrade was away. He is probably one of the best charismatic guys that you've brought through in a while yeah. in terms of I look at him and I just think fucking star mm-hmm. um, and you made that Eddie Guerrero comparison but mm-hmm. he's sort of like a Latino Rick Rude okay he's a bit like a ladies man you know he, mm-hmm. he, 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 yeah, <laughs> last week yeah, on yeah. Raw he, um, he, he got an old, he got a lady to kiss her on the kiss him on the cheek and it was an elderly lady and people oh, were right, okay. commenting stunt granny everywhere oh, <laughs> um, but he, 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 I think he's a fantastic character as well so you know these three guys have really got a good that work going on there at the moment. Um, when, when you add Mysterio into that mix as well, it's some of the best matchups you've seen on Raw. Yeah. Years. I think, so um, Humberto gets this match with a tag match that those four guys had um, yeah. on the week prior on Raw, so that's how this match has come, come about. Uh, obviously, they have a, a, a bit of blood on them for um, feuding over the last few months. Well, that's That was my kind of comment of the story. Getting into it. They've, uh, they've been trading Hammerlock DDTs and wellness policy violations for the last couple of months now. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. So, uh, what was your first point of uh, of note on this, Stuart? Fucking hot start. Well, apart from champion out first, yes. fuck that. But, <laughs> but I don't care. And that's a rarity for me. Because yeah. how hot was the start? Fucking Andrade just comes out, bang, rushes it with the back elbow. No collar and elbow tie-up. This is how a blood feud starts. They don't like each other. Absolutely. Bang, and, and you know that. If you've, mm-hmm. not, if you've not watched Raw in weeks, you know that these two guys don't like each other straight from yep. that start. And to be fair, the speed that he busts out of him as well. And, you know, because <laughs> Humberto tries to get a, get a, a leg. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 Andrade gets a leg up and goes for the boot and obviously spins it to the back elbow. And it's yeah. so quick. He catches mm-hmm. him clean as you like on the jaw. And I was like, a whole smoke. And it is, it's, it pops you, you know, you're like, oh, you know, and then he gets a two count straight off the bat, and you think, that could have been it. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I was worried about. I was like, oh, fuck, is that the finish? Aye. And then obviously it was not, and mm-hmm. we just get a fantastic match as well. With the exception of Lawler, Tom Phillips, and Byron Saxton on commentary, by the way, which I've noted at the side here. Um, Saxton, and, Saxton and Phillips. By the way, just just because nobody gives Saxton any credit, Saxton has one of the most improved um, yes. Commentators in the business at the moment. I probably agree. Yeah. He he was fantastic on this yeah. show. Every time every time he made a point, I thought that's a really good point, Byron. Well yeah. done, son. You know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lawler was insufferable at this point. He's obviously been told in his ear, "You must hate Humberto." Oh, and he just they went. To, it was like mind when uh, Bradshaw was burying the ascension on commentary. Yeah, it was as bad <clears> as that. Yeah, like, this is the thing. You, you have to. 
Right, see if, see if you're going to be the heel commentator, quote unquote. Commend the heel. Don't mm-hmm. disregard the face. Yeah, you know what I mean. If you, if you, when you're dragging somebody so much, because viewers are listening, like you know, mm-hmm. you kind of just say it, and they expect it to be brushed under the carpet. Yeah. Maybe with Laura, Laura, a lot of as well, but especially somebody like me watching that. If, if I'm picking up on that, yeah, I, 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 I tend to ignore the commentators as much as possible. I just like to watch the match. Yeah, but oh, yeah, it was just insufferable, and it, some of his comments were a bit. A bit on the edge. Um, yeah, I'd say so. And I, so, I think, I think obviously, in today's day and age, you sort of look for it now, don't you? Because yeah. <laughs> it's just sort of, the, everybody gets offended at everything. So you, when you hear something, you go, well, that's a bit, you know, on the that's edge. That's a bit, yeah, um, exactly. So it said, um, right, so basically, uh, after the two count for that hard-hitting elbow, we got a, a, an even harder-hitting exchange between the two. And uh, they both end up on the outside. And uh, Andrade's got the upper hand, and Lawler quips. Um, he's pounding him like a piñata. Oh, that's racist. Uh, that's that's racist. Bit, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you know, at the same time, like, it wouldn't be racist if it wasn't any Mexicans in the ring, or, exactly. or, or sorry, I should say, um, Latin Americans or yeah, Hispanics. Um, Hispanics. That's the word I was looking for. Um, but you know, because <laughs> and then later on in the match, I'm just going to jump to it now. Selena Vega's picking up the mat for the Hamelot DDT for Andrade. Mm, and he's mm-hmm. like, oh, she's doing some housework. She's doing some cleaning. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, misogynistic. I'm like, ah, like you know, you would just avoid it, just to you know. Oh, honestly, man. Yeah. Um, um, so as good as the match was, there wasn't. There's not a lot of kind of big spots to talk no, about. But it was it fast. Was, it, was, it was. It was a fine match. Very, very little rest spots. It just they just went from bang, 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 yeah. bang, bang, and it went. Um, I noticed there's a couple of decent uh, moments. Um, so the both of them are perched up in the top rope at one point, and um, is this a super hurricane runner? Super hurricane runner. Yeah, it was. That was nice. Yeah, great balance. The only, the only, and it's a nitpick because I don't like that spot because they're both holding each other up for a bit. Mm-hmm. But that's just a nitpick for me because it looks phony, you know. And, yeah, and um, you can clearly see uh, Andrade doing a forward roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that, it's that that's kind of, but it's still, it's, but that, it's that's not... a problem with lucha matches in general. Yeah, exactly. In the lucha style, you know, that is a problem. You know, if if you if you have a problem with that, then you may have a problem with lucha matches in general. Yeah, exactly. You know, um, so you have you need to take a pinch of salt that one. Yeah, did you like? Um, just I noted this down. It was a nice. It was um, Humberto did like a sort of springboard headbutt. Loved it. Oh, yeah. it looked amazing. But actually. it only looks good on camera. Yes, it looks as if he missed a crossbody, but exactly. the slow motion replay. Yeah, he, he glances the he glances Andrade's shoulder with the, with the head. I thought right. it looked fucking amazing. Really good on the slow mo. Mm-hmm. Really good on the slow mo and on, on the camera views. But in terms, of if you were there live, you think fuck, he's messed up with a mile, you know? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, just depending on where you're sitting, I think. But um, yeah, but we get. I also like uh, see Andrade's running double knee strike in the corner. <sighs> oh, that must. Suck. Missed, if, you get, if you get that wrong, that must like a bastard. <laughs> Um, so we get Andrade trying to force the count out as well, which is nice. Mm-hmm. I always like that champion does that. Um, Champions advantage, champion. yeah. Yeah, you're quite right, pal. Um, Humberto beats it with a nine. Nine. Um, we get like a a sort of Carrillo sort of fast hitting. I don't know if it's a comeback, so it wasn't really a comeback, but it gets a jawbreaker and ends a gear, a backbreaker yeah, and then like yeah. a springboard ends a gear. It was really, really nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's just he's just so fluid in the ring. Um, yeah. And then the camera cuts to Zelina and you just see her, she's so worried. She's like, oh, Andrade's going to lose. You know, it's, she yeah. just adds so she much. She adds everything, yeah. Her facial expressions are incredible. Um, this was after Zelina, obviously, Zelina exposed the mat and outside. Um, Andrade goes to the Hammerlock DDT on the concrete again. Um, Humberto reverses it. Him. He gets back into the ring. And the ref is like through the top in the middle rope, 
try to get him drive the back in the ring, and then Humberto just launches himself over the top of the yeah. referee. Ah, oh, brilliant! I love that spot. See, it's he... a lot of trust from a referee in it. I've been breaking it. <laughs> I'm like, don't you, don't, don't miss. <laughs> I think it's, I think, I think it's more um, trusting from the wrestler to the referee. So imagine if that referee stood up at the wrong time. You're fucked. Ah, uh, that's true, actually. Yeah. And if he stands up and catches the rope, obviously he cleared that rope about two feet anyway. So. Yeah, I think you need to, you know, give him a. That's a big jump. Um, yeah. You know, he, he must jump about six or seven feet in the air there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so always credit to that spot. I think they do it an awful lot these days, though. Dives in most every match, don't they? Oh yeah. Um, uh, Rollins started that. Yeah, uh, he throws Andrade back in the ring. He goes up to the top and hits a big cross body, and then he just starts changing pinfalls left and right. Yeah, I like, I like, I like that uh, though. Uh, that late in a match, and they're just everybody just trying to get the pinfall, but it's yeah. necessary. And it's just so there are uh, various pinning predicaments. Uh, eventually, Andrade gets the roll up and what's the tights? tights. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fucking amazing, man! Yeah, like, great again. match. And mm-hmm. you know, for me, um, if I was booking WrestleMania, I'd be having a fucking ladder match at Mania. Yes, it's like a shadow without. There's four guys already in the title picture right now. Mm, um, maybe, maybe for some sort of. Um... Oh no! I suppose you could have it for the US belt, couldn't you? Definitely. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. I'd, I'd be have. I'd be putting these two guys in there. I'd be putting in Ray. I'd be putting in uh, Angel Garza. Alistair Black might even find his way in there. Um, mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy, if Seth Rollins is facing off with Kevin Owens, may yep. find his way in there. Yep. So you know, you've got a couple of guys in there who are just all going to be battling out for that title. That's what I'd do to add interest to the match. And, and, and it's guys the that are, yeah, it's guys that want to prove themselves so they will bar fuck out each other as well. You, you could find that, you know, the names that were just mentioned there, that could one, be one of the best other matches. Probably. Not like my other matches in years, you know, like... 100%. Um, so, brilliant match. Absolutely loved it. Um, Fantastic pace again. Um, I didn't think they could improve in the first match, but they did. Yeah, my worry was it's all downhill from here, um, and I wasn't far off it. <laughs> <laughs> Part of me thought Carillo might win it just because they might want to punish Andrade slightly, but the fact yes. that they kept the belt on him after the suspension and stuff, and I think there would be a became okay with that at yeah, times now. Yeah, where it's like you know what, like mm-hmm. you get a couple of strikes, but if you start you know taking the piss, then it's not as bad as it was back in the day after the kind of two thousand seven. And I think it's, you know, it's always, you know, people always say, oh, no, he's got dominant on this violation, but it could be a number of things, you know. It could be, it could be prescription meds that they've not quite got the paperwork exactly. in time, or exactly. there's, there's so many um, things that, that could go wrong with that. So mm-hmm. so we get the first sort of chamber match of the night. Sorry, I've got one more thing to say about that last match. Oh. Um, my apologies. Have you noticed uh, Andrade's music still has uh, someone shouting CN Almas in it? Oh, has it? Uh, it has. Listen out for that the next time. Lazy <laughs> bastards. Ah, lazy <laughs> bastards. But uh, his theme song's amazing as well. And uh, Vegas is, uh, I love the El Idolo nickname as well. Nice. What's that, sorry? El Idolo, the nickname he has. Yes. He it at the start. El Idolo. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, I nearly missed it up at AJ Styles' interview backstage as well, which I'm glad I didn't because that was quite funny. Um, Charlie Cruz interviews AJ Styles about his upcoming match. Uh, no disqualification match against Alistair Black later in the night. Um, and she says, you know, will Gallows and Anderson be at ringside? And AJ's like, yeah, of course they will. And she's like, well, they get involved in the match. And he's like, oh, yeah, um, oh, look over there. And he just walks away. <laughs> so he's, he's just I'm totally avoiding the question. Um, I love you, AJ, man. He's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so we get the first Chamber match of the night. And, and before we, we talk about the match, um, what do you make of the new style Chamber? Obviously, they debuted it, I think it was 2017. Right. So it was so a few years old. I think we had, like, we, we had a conversation at this when it first came out. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. I like the shape. And it allows for you to actually see what's going on inside the chamber because yeah. there's a lot more kind of plexiglass. What I didn't like was that they've, they've put mats over the, the steel on the outside. Yeah. 
what's the point of the chamber? So it... yeah, I'm kind of hit and miss about that because for in terms of if I was a wrestler, I would quite like the match. Right, know? right. So you can take... sort of see it for that one, but yeah, take that out 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 the picture. But from a totally kayfabe point of view, yeah, why have the chamber if you're going to put mats inside? Are they going to then put mats up up the chains of the walls next? Yeah, it just mm, it doesn't do enough for me. Like the one of the the easiest spots of the chamber match is even a back body drop to the outside looks as if it fucking hurts. Yeah. There's no match down, so what's the point? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it still has its, you know, effects, but it just isn't the same, is it? No, it's um, not the same. So I, I did note that, like, you know, the match, it's hit and miss for me. I can understand why they do, why they do it, um, especially in today's day and age mm-hmm. when, you know, they don't want to be drawing blood and then you, you smack your head off the back of that. Yeah. You know, definitely going to be bleeding. Um, but, I really like the new style. I think it, it certainly looks a bit more show busy. Um, yeah, it's that's, got yeah. It's got a lot of lighting on it, but it's good because obviously they've been able to put, they've put, they've put like a camera on the inside. Have you seen it? It's like on an arm in the inside um, and the sort of hard cam wall. Um, the pods are much much bigger. Um, it just looks sleek, um, and there's a lot more room on top of the pods and stuff to do things rather than the old sort of bird cage shape, if you like. Um, so the first chamber match of the night is for the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Um, so we have The Miz and John Morrison, Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode, Lizzie Dorado and Graham Metalik of the Lucha House Party. Thank God Kalisa's not there. I would be <laughs> don't want to hear it, I think. Um, <laughs> Otis and Tucker for the Heavy Machinery. Um, Biggie and Kofi Kingston from the New Day, of course, and the Usos are in the match as well. Holy smokes, the Usos are in some shape. Oh, Jeez, uh, have you seen them? Oh they, my they, God, they've, what's they've happened? Been, they've been hitting the gym. <laughs> they've, they've found the fat burners in it. <laughs> um, take note, Roman Reigns. Get the <laughs> off, mate. You know what it is? It's, it's, those sort of, it's, it's a time off with the, the DUIs that they've That's been hitting the gym. Um, jail foods, no. I don't like the buzz cuts. No. I don't like the short, no. short hair. No. Um, it just doesn't suit them. No. Um, I should say I really like the New Day's gear. Um, <laughs> it was smashing it was with like the a, Xavier paint. Wood armbands as well yeah so it was like a paint by numbers kind of thing yeah, that's uh, what it looked like yeah that was fantastic absolutely how good the new days like, they are just merch selling monsters aren't they like yeah. Oh, yeah did you notice um, Otis dancing on his pod when yes. the new day got oh, all mm-hmm. he is so even, entertaining even Big E looked disgusting like Big E likes a giant oh, I, know, cause <laughs> he, I was looking at him like he's going to smirk and he just stared at him he's like I can't believe you oh, I, I, <laughs> I was it. just staring him down I love Big E he is one of the best guys in WWE at the minute I really worry what happens I post new day for him I really do Um because I, I, I worry they're going to try and make him serious, and it just it ain't going to work. No, he's he's his finesse is with comedy. Yeah, and he, you know he, he can turn it on, but it's he's having that sort of funny side. Oh, mm-hmm. he entertains me. Um, so the backstory of this one, uh, the Miz and Morrison won the tag titles at Super Showdown um, mm-hmm. from the New Day, um, and the following night it was basically announced that they're going to defend the titles um, in, in the Chamber match, um, which Corey Graves puts over on the commentary as being unfair, uh, <laughs> as it should. Wood um, and Ziggler will also be entering the match last after winning a gauntlet match on SmackDown, so they get the last spot, which is always nice. A nice wee way to build things, I think, mm-hmm. um, especially getting heat on guys. Um, so... It's just there's, there's no story getting into this. No, there's all. no. It's been yes. thrown together. Um, Which is why I, I I didn't really have an interest in this match at all. Do you think they should have actually, rather than Roman Reigns just saying he's going to battle Goldberg to make a match out of that? You know, to a make, a, make a make a six man for the number one contender mm-hmm. for that. Like yeah. that's 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 really for my, in my eyes. That's what the chambers for. Or know? add in two faces into the IC belt match and have a chamber match. Yeah. 
That's a good idea. Because um, it was a clusterfuck this match. There's, there's, yeah. there's too many people flying about. Like it's hard to keep going track. On. There's a lot going on. The only things that you notice are the things that go wrong, which is the only thing that I've noted. About yeah. This. So this was Nudie. They, they start the contest uh, and they sort of just pair off with each other. Uh, mm-hmm. Those two guys have a lot. Those, those, those two teams have had a lot of matches. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So it's it, difficult to get excited, but you know it's always going to be good. Exactly. You know you're going to get a consistent match, but then you've got another four teams to come in. So yeah. Mm, it's alright. Yeah, Kofi absolutely balls up his springboard. Yeah, you know, that's the first rope. time I've ever mm-hmm. seen him do that. Yeah, um, and the commentators say that as well. They're like, I've never seen Kofi, you know, slip. Um, mm-hmm. he just sort of slips on the top um, and stumps, sort of stumbles. It didn't look terrible, but you noticed that. You know, it was like you noticed it. It wasn't like he totally missed him when he, he bumped anyway. So he just sort of he, stumble into him. But yeah, he stumbled. He, was, you can see his kind of arms flailing for something. Yeah. To catch him, so that pretty much set the tone of the match for me. I'm honest with you. That sort of put you put you off of it. Mm. Um, we get we get a, a lot of different spots um, between these four. They're just sort of battling it and trying to kill a bit of time. I think before the first team comes in, um, and the first team in is the Old House Party. Um, oh, my favourite, Grand Metalik and Dorado. No, I haven't seen an awful lot of these two guys work before, so I was I had I went in this one with an open mind. Mm-hmm. Um, they certainly picked up the pace. Yeah. Um, oh, don't get me wrong. They had probably had, um, between the two of them, they probably had the best two out of three spots of the match. Yeah, um, which was their big double spot off the top of the pod. That was pretty smashing. Yeah, um, and then later on in the match, obviously, well, we'll get to it. We'll, we'll, we'll get to it. it. We'll get to it. Um, but I, these two totally pick up the, spa- the pace, um, and we get that sort of. They both sort of go up to the top. I think they're battling with Kofi, mm-hmm. um, and they push Kofi off. Kofi ends up back in the ring, and once Dorado jumps to the outside um, with a big cross body mm-hmm. onto the Usos and. Grand Metal jumps inside the ring to um, a senton on E and, and Kofi, um, which sort of flattens everybody out for the next team to come in, which is the champions, the Mizzen Morrison. Mm-hmm. Um, Very strange. Well, it sort of made sense that you've got you know three baby face tag teams in there and they're all down and out, so it allows the heels to come in and pick apart um, who's left. Uh, and as well as the other two tag teams that are left have a wee bit of a story going just now, mm-hmm, um, Ziggler and Wood and Heavy Machinery. So it sort of made sense. I, I kind of called it. I was like, it's going to be it's going to be Miz and Morrison to you know pick up the pieces a wee bit. Um, but they come in and they just start laying on everybody. Um, everybody's down and out. So they're laying on the kicks and, and, and punches left and right. I liked uh, Jomo's. It was like a standing spin kick to the back of. Um... I think it was Biggie. I can't remember who it was now. It's got a spin kick onto the onto the head. Looked great. Yeah. Um. And then they do the double Miz DDT. Yeah. They, they did a lot of like tandem offense. Like mm-hmm. you know. Um. I think they spent a lot of time in the car talking about moves that they can do. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Um, Let's bring out the old hits. Let's bring out the greatest hits of the dirt sheet. Morrison is really bad for slapping his thigh. Really bad. He's terrible. And he doesn't just do it when he does the cat and like an insecurity kick. He does it with every kick when he stops. Mm-hmm. He does it. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, uh, once I and once I saw it, I went, oh for fuck, you know, I just couldn't see it. Did I not mention that a couple of weeks ago? I think I you did. Remember. I think I did. It just it takes you so out. Of it. See when you actually see them slapping. Yeah. Uh, oh, it was so oh, obvious with him. Come on. So obvious. Um, he has not transitioned back into the WWE wrestler yet. He is an he, indie guy at the minute. Uh, so for for me. Uh, I don't want. To, I mean, I, I kind of like him, but I don't, right? Right. So I think I can clarify this by saying that he's a talented guy, but he's bringing the Miz down. So he, I, he can't talk for a start. No, he cannot. No. But he's incredibly sloppy. Yes. 
incredible. His footwork doesn't seem to be right sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, he jumps up to the top and he sort of he, he sort of stumbles yeah. and he, he just looks awkward. And I, I don't know if that's maybe his style because I know he does a bit of that sort of parkour shit. Um, well, his his parkour stuff is meant to be fluid. He doesn't look fluid. It just doesn't fit in. You know, no. and he doesn't move like a wrestler, and I know that's part yeah. of his character. But mm-hmm. at the same time, you, I notice things, and I think, mm, you know, it just looks a wee bit clumsy to me. To me, yeah. anyway, that's just my perception clumsy, of it. Clumsy is the word I'd use. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, as you say, he kind of got a promo to save his life. No, no, um, I, I think in a long time, you know, being away, he might have been learning to do that, but uh, not quite. Yeah. <laughs> he's um, he's just relied on the same kind of a kind of thing he's been doing for years and years which is I'm a flippy guy yeah we get this so we get um, the heavy machinery come in next um, and we get this so they have a bit of rally and they start squashing people up against the cage and stuff like that how good was oh that that spot was me ma- and that was amazing actually yeah. um, so I think it was um, was it Mrs. Morrison they had them I think so between, yeah so they had them on the outside they had them up against the cage and heavy machinery uh, in tandem, kept bouncing against the the ropes on the outside, and then just squashing them against the cage. Yeah, it about six or seven times. Like that's fantastic. Yeah, maybe Nusso's actually. I can't remember. Was um, but um, I, you can tell how interested in this match I was. There's just it, so many people, man. Like <sighs> it definitely was not Lucha House Party. No, because um, they were currently scaling cages. Mm. Um, I did note that Otis got a fucking pop when he came out, man, and he started chanting he his name. He's over. You know, people, he people is like over. him. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I, I did as well. We get this weird bit where, you know, Lindsay goes up to the top of the pod and you see him and he sort of just goes to take the camera away from him. Mm-hmm. But Otis keeps looking at him. Yes. And he doesn't quite know where he is. And mm-hmm. I think and Otis goes into the ring and he comes back out and then he goes in again. And he just, he's a bit lost. I think he's like, where the fuck am I? And then he goes in and I think he gets hit with Big E. Um, mm-hmm. And he eventually hits his, his, his car pillar with an elbow drop, uh, which I always pop for. Um, it, it just makes me chuckle. <laughs> it's the worst. It's the worm all over again. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. I think it was got it too hot. It was just shit. Well, it wasn't shit, but you know what I mean? Like, it was just sort of uh, funny. It's but shit Otis, here as well. But Otis, because he's a big guy, it just adds a bit of comedy to it, man. Like, I love it. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we had we then get a wee shot of Lindsay who starts the fucking monkey bar at the top of the cell. Mm-hmm. Um and then you just see all the guys flooding into the ring and battling each other. You know what spot's coming, but it's still spectacular. <laughs> it was quite awkward because the camera was, as you say, locked on Otis, who didn't take his eyes off him as he climbed the yeah. cage. So, Move out the fucking way. What are you doing, man? <laughs> you clown. I don't know if Big E sort of missed his cue as well, because he was, he was sort of looking at Big E, as if to say, looking across the ring, thinking, right, he's supposed to come in and hit me. Oh, Big E was. wasn't quite ready, so he went in there and he came back out the ring again. And he's looking about again, like he's lost, and he's like, oh, what the fuck am I doing? And he goes mm. back in and he does get hit with it. So it's a bit like, but you can sort of tell, he's only been in the business a couple of years, um, so you can sort of see he's a wee bit green still um, in that regard. And it's quite a big, busy match. Um, yeah, there's a lot going on. Yeah, so, but uh, Lindsay Dorado, he sort of does like a shoot, I say a shooting star, but he sort of like drops on everybody. Um, yes. This spot was done in the last Tag Team Elimination Chamber match, um, which was, oh, was it? horrible. Um, oh. It was Kalisto that did it in that match, but that was a terrible match. Everything went wrong in it. That was yeah. the 2015 Chamber, I think, um, and that was a night where it was like the Intercontinental Championship match as well, and Mark Henry's pod broke. Ryback won the title, but they had to like adapt on the fly because Mark Henry came in early because the pod broke, so he got out. And it's just the one where Ziggler's screaming he's, oh, he's spots. Sc- uh, he's just screaming mm-hmm. spots, and he's just oh, it's fucking horrendous. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, the guys that were in there to like Henry, you think they were like, watch something out on the fly rather yeah. than fucking getting in a big square and shouting things, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, that spot, but that was that was a lovely spot, wasn't it? I mean, it was yeah, really well done, and he was fucking high up, like that's a, that's a big chamber. Um, I think we get Otis in. 
Tucker sort of up and, and they start staring down Ziggler and Wood, who are obviously going to be the last ones coming in. Um, Ziggler and Wood are shouting for Miz and Morrison to help them out. <laughs> when they're yeah, in the... yeah. I, I did like this, that the pods I think were mic'd, because you yes, could hear them quite a I lot. That. I noticed that um, a lot. Uh, when Asuka uh, was screaming oh, at Shayna Baszler, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, um, but you, you could definitely hear people talking on the pods, mm-hmm. which was nice. It was a nice touch, um, yeah. and again, that's what the new the new sort of setup allows. Um, you can sort of hide stuff like that. Um, just as as, as Rude and, and Ziggler get out the pod, um, Miz and Morrison jump Oates and Tucker, so they don't quite get any offense in yet. Um, I think they, they beat them down for a wee while, and then Ziggler starts to sort of scramble away from Otis up to the top of the pod. Mm-hmm. Well, so Otis isn't going to climb the pod, but Tucker climbs up behind Tucker's, him, yeah, and he Tucker. does the old sort of shoulder tap. I love that. Uh, <laughs> Excuse me, you know, uh, tap the shoulder. He turns around and he sort of smashes him against the glass and throws him off to to Otis, who catches him, um, and then he just sort of puts him down. Like he doesn't. He? I thought they'd run him out of the cage or something. He just yeah, sort of just, him. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> Christ, I'll make you get your heat back. Um, and then oh, fucking Tucker does a senton off the top. Yeah, fucking hell. Fucking great feet for a big guy. <laughs> he has got the... <laughs> yes, fucking indeed. Brilliant. Um, I was surprised to see him do that, to be honest with you. I feel like they caught him well, and, you know, yeah. um, he got some big air. Um, he did, yep. We... Where are we, where are we, where are we? Well, I think before this, I think House Party's been eliminated by this point. Oh, sorry, they have. But the compact, which I think is a move of their name, which is quite a nice name. Um, yes. Two big guys squashing people. <laughs> well, they called Heavy Machinery as well. So. Yeah, it makes sense. Um, I think the next big spot's the Lotus spot, isn't it? Yeah, so um, Dolph Ziggler gets up in front of his pod. Um, and Otis charges him and charges right through the pod and through the perspex per- sort of glass at the back um, and tumbles to the outside. Mm-hmm. Um, nice spot. Looked better he than looked... it. Didn't hurt much and looks fucking great. He looked. I, he looked terrified before he done it. Did you? Did you catch on to that? He just looked. Yeah. Oh, I, I'm not too sure about this. Yeah. <laughs> My only worry would have been that there's not a lot of space between the chamber and the barricade, yeah. so there wasn't a lot of room to fall. But he lands on his feet and sort of tumbles. It looks fine. Yeah. Um, but I, I was more worried for the Spanish commentators who got hit with the fucking glass. Did you see it? Yeah. <laughs> it popped right on the table. Um, mm-hmm. But brilliant spot. The crowd fucking loved it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm surprised that's the first time they've done it as well. Uh, really, really nice. Uh, so Tucker's left in the ring and he gets fucking raging because Otis mm. has put himself through the cage <laughs> and he gets raging with Ziggler and Rudy like, mate, he ran through it. It's not like it, there's not like they're like power bombing him through it or anything, you know. It's not my fault, mate. Uh, um, so he sort of goes after them and I think does he eliminate them? Uh, so the, uh, Ziggler eliminated. Uh, yeah, so the sort of super kick and happened with the glorious DDT. Yeah, um, and they eliminate him. So go. Um, the show is a new day. Morrison and Miz and Ziggler and Rude left. Um, Kofi comes in and hits the trouble in paradise on Ziggler. Biggie hits a big ending on Rude, and then the Usos hit the big splashes off the pods. Um, they do a double pin, eliminating um, Ziggler and Rude. Mm-hmm. Should point out the referee only counted one pin. Top lad. That's the way it should be done. You don't count yep. both pins. <laughs> you count one of the pins or you make a decision that one got pinned first. That's what you do. Because <laughs> um, you do a spot later on in the match where they do something similar but it's like opposite teams and it's like, it's yeah. what one do you count? Well, you count it's the one that gets pinned first. You don't count them both. Yeah, um, what, would, what would happen? No, the rules! Get the rule book So, Rune Ziggler are, are leaving. They've, they've got heat, man. The crowd are shouting, they're doing the na-na-na-na, hey-hey, goodbye mm-hmm. sort of chant thing. Um They've got a bit of heat right now with the Mandy Rose storyline, the Oates storyline. And... Ah. I could care less about Dolph Ziggler and Robert Reed, to be honest with you. Ah. 
Ah, it's a shame. <laughs> my, th- my thoughts were, uh, Dolph Ziggler still works for this company. Still here. <laughs> um, so then we get the, the um, Miz and Morrison, Usos and uh, the New Day all standing there. New Day and Usos sort of march towards each other and then they all turn around and look at Miz and Morrison. I like that. Mm. Really nice. Um, they, beat, they, they beat them up and then they throw them to the outside before they turn on each other, which is fucking lovely. So one of the Usos super kicks Big E and Kofi super kicks the other Uso and look at the opposite ends of the ring and they sort of come together and just, oh, fucking brilliant. Um, so we get left with Kofi and one of the Usos. I, I, can, never know, I can never tell them apart. I really can't. Um, no, they're 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 very similar. <laughs> oh, they're so identical, man! Like even the even the tattoos are the same. It's it's very hard to uh, differentiate the, the the two of them. Yeah. So Kofi eats a, a sort of double team Simone drops where they sort of pop one up and then Simone drop him. Um, Biggie hits that big Uranagi that sort of Joe does out the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and sort of sorry, where are we? Kofi misses a dive from the top um, of the the pod, and they sort of try and make it look like it's devastating, but he sort of like lands on his feet and sort of. So, you know, so that yeah. sort of slide um, mm. and Miz and Morrison just come in and capitalise and nominate New Day so it's just the Usos versus Morrison and Miz um, and we get that fucking double pin thing where um, the Usos do the dives off the top off the top rope on both of them but Miz gets the knees up and rolls Uso and then the other Uso pins Morrison so it's like who do you count sort of thing so yeah, you don't count anybody or do you make a decision who fucking pinned yeah. first um, Miz avoids the, the super kick um, from the Usos. He pushes Jay into Jimmy, um, which moves him out of the way and hits a scroll crushing finale. thought that was it, but it wasn't. It was just a two. Um, Morrison sort of hits his starship pain off the top. Eh, sorry, he goes to the figure looks, four, looks, doesn't he? Ah, uh, the figure four first. Um, and then Morrison hits his starship pain off the top. Um, and looks, the other looks he misses that a wee bit, didn't he? He does. That one's pretty high. Um, so, finishing the match, finally. Uh, the Miz is on the outside of the ring. Um, the Usos sort of throw Morrison towards the ropes. Um, like, sort of takes him over and sort of hurls him over the top like he would in a rumble. Um, mm-hmm. Miz slides underneath, rolls him up, and then Morrison jumps over the top. So, they kind of both pin him. Um, that was smashing. I like that. It was that. nice. And the Miz had his feet up in the ropes and stuff like that, which is legal. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So, and, and they get the win. So, nice. They've overcome all the tag teams in one match. So, it's kind of like, where do you go now? Yep. You know, um, so yep. for me, it's a match that shouldn't have happened anyway. Like, they sort of just put themselves in their corner, but put oh, them in there because now where did Miz and Morrison go? Um, they've wrestled everybody in one match. There's no tag teams left. So, do you bring somebody up for NXT for Mania or what? You know, I'm just. Yep. But yeah, absolutely. Spot we can move on. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, it wasn't bad. It went on far, far too long. Um, 32 minutes, 55 seconds. Jesus. Holy fuck, it felt like 50 minutes. Yeah. I should point, I did point out to you um, yeah, the other day, sorry when we were watching it, the five-minute intervals were not five minutes. Um, I never timed them, but they certainly mm-hmm. were five minutes, so they were less than that. Yeah, certainly the first couple, the tag teams coming in, felt a lot shorter. Um, but yeah, I, I, I could go without ever seeing this match again. <laughs> yes. Um, we see Shayna Baszler and Asuka backstage um, sort of getting ready for their match. Um, you can tell where the stars are in that match tonight. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. So only do you see. And then we get Charlie Caruso interviewing Natalia. Do you, do you hear that pop? No, Nathan did. Um, <laughs> Fake all reaction. It was, it was just silence. Because <laughs> they do that thing with this Natalia and then they cut to her and then you're supposed to hear the crowd reaction for five seconds before they start talking. And yes, just silence. It's just silence. Total silence. It's like, the rock, it's like the rock pop backstage that just never comes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, I think it's a shame. Like I know she's, she's, a, she's a charisma vacuum, but she's a fucking good wrestler. And she's a really good wrestler, oh, and no one can tell me anything different. <laughs> but uh, um, and she's got the look as well. She's a good looking, 
Uh, she's a good-looking lady, but she's just got no charisma. Uh, character's dreadful. She doesn't have a character. It's always kind of whiny, fired-up baby face. Oh, I can't, I can't stand off. her. I just can't stand her. Um, regardless of how good she is in the ring, and I know she's like a really good hand to a lot of women, you know, mm-hmm. take, a, take a producer role, sweetheart, you know. Like, exactly. Yes, <laughs> like, you're just, absolutely spot on. Oh, uh, just sit, sit back and, and, and she's she a great talent in terms of, you know, she knows what she's doing in the ring and stuff mm-hmm. like that, but I just can't stand her. Um, so she she talks about the, the Beth Phoenix thing from Raw last week and sort of says Edge is going to be on Raw this week, um, which I didn't know until this point, so that's nice. Um, have you seen Raw? Um, yes. Yes. Very nice. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> it was uh, it just it comes back and lays out MVP for something. Yeah. Um, so um, anyway, move, move. that's that's how important <laughs> that's how good this segment is. <laughs> talking about Raw, um, she says she's going to um, show her legacy tonight or some shit. Um, I just wrote mm. piss off at the end. Yeah, the usual. Mm. Um, so next up, we get a no DQ match. AJ Styles um, with the OC backing them up against Alistair Black. Um, so I think OC attacked, attacked Alistair Black backstage one week um, and Alistair wanted a match with AJ Styles. So AJ made him go through Anderson and Gallows in two separate matches um, before he would get AJ. And then by that time he was done in and AJ beat him. Um, and so Black wanted a no DQ match. So again, quite a simple sort of yeah. feud. It's sort of just a filler before Mania, isn't it? Oh, this, um, is, this is a filler match tonight. This was the piss break match. Wasn't yeah. It? Why no. did Gallows and Anderson not just go in at the start and start fucking beating the shit them? I have got that noted about six times. Like, so this match goes... Did you get the time for this match? I think it was like... Yes, it was... Um, nearly like 25 minutes, wasn't it? 23-15. There you go. And, like, Gallows and Anderson don't come in until about three minutes to go. It was, yeah. You know, I'm like, why the fuck are they even there? Like, just mm. go in at the start and leather them. Why would you make your... But they go through yeah. twenty minutes of fucking no DQ. Yeah, I know obviously yeah. they're trying to give the crowd a match, right? Like I know, I know the back. But kayfabe wise, you would just go in, and, you know, like oh, it didn't make sense to me. Either. Exactly. Um, the, the, the way you get out of that is you fucking attack them early in the night. You know, you see them oh, backstage uh, laid out, and and Alistair Black's laid them out, and then they can come down later in the match when they're healed up a wee bit. You know, yeah. and you still get the end spot, but they're not there for the start, and that's why you has to go through the match. It would have made sense mm-hmm. if it did that, but instead they're just fucking put them out there, standing about like a couple of spare pricks. They are looking, yeah. You're spot on, which again killed my interest in this match. Yeah, um, I thought I, I I barely even want to talk about this match. I thought I thought it was good, but like as I say, there's nothing really of note. They get a point of weapon based bullshit. We get chairs, we get kendo sticks, um, we get a table involved. Um, the the only bit I liked was AJ plays up on his wrestling decade award. Yes, yes, yes. That, and that he, he, so he really works on Alistair's leg throughout the entire match as well, which takes away the black mask black and mask, kicks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So. The psychology was fine. The match was yeah, good. Yeah. Um, I, I, was, I, would, I would watch it again. I quite enjoyed it. But I would watch it again if the, uh, the finish wasn't the same. Right, okay. All right, you didn't um, like the finish. Uh, this is going to be good then. Um, so I, I'm trying to just think if there was any big sort of spots. That... There was the um, Black Hits an incredible V-trigger uh, to Styles, who's perched on the top rope. Oh, that was lovely, oh, actually. Fucking yeah. nails him, man. It was absolutely smashing. Yeah. Uh, but then I've, I've wrote after that again, OC still hasn't interfered. Um... Tom Phillips makes the weirdest line of the night when he says um, Black will need to call an audible or Styles, I can't whoever it was, he's at, right, they need to call an audible. What is he trying to get across by that? Like, is he trying to like break the fourth wall and shoot that one of them might be legitimately injured that he'd need to call an audible? I, That's strange, yeah. I was 
baffled with that. Well, what are you, what are you trying to get across here? Colin Audible not like a part of a team when you're no, like, co- yeah, it's been something, been something is going, something has to change. It's Colin an Audible. Yeah, so like if, if, if it was, a, say it was, a, say it was a tag match and say all oh, that, that team to call an Audible. You know that's that makes sense. They need to sort of change their yes. tactics or whatever. But uh, that makes perfect sense. But to say that. Because it was the point where the leg was getting really, really injured, yeah. and he mentioned calling an audible. Remember back in 2010, 2011 time, where wrestlers <laughs> would just rant. It was Cena, and it was, I fucking remember being Cena. I looked, I hated this. They would just randomly start throwing up the X sign, <laughs> kidding on people. But like, see if somebody was like, it was. Um, it was probably once they started getting out, the X sign meant somebody was injured, so they just started I, taking it, started using it all the time. Like, yeah. Uh, yes, yeah. It was like <laughs> I don't know where I can't even explain what I'm trying to do. I can fucking it's like a cornet hang on mental on Twitter. And, like, <laughs> well, wait, you're killing the business. That that kind of noise. <laughs> you don't. I know, like everybody knows what goes on backstage and how a match is produced, but you. Don't need to say these things on TV. No. Call an audible, like, oh, fuck off, Tom Phillips. Yeah, no, exactly. No. Um, um, I liked Styles, though, going for the tombstone. Yeah, so, so nice. he, caught, and he caught a springboard moonsault. Alistair's mm-hmm. a bit of a gangly guy. So he did yeah. a good job. He sort of stumbled, mm-hmm. but he caught him really well and then sort of te- teased the tombstone, which was nice. Um, well, he's a, he's, a, he's a farm boy, country strong. <laughs> country strong. <laughs> uh, I don't know what fucking that accent was, man. That was Dutch. That was <laughs> wild, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So we get they go, go to the uh, German announce table, um, and obviously the the actual table they set up is next to that. Um, yeah, set up very very nicely indeed for the spot. Mm-hmm. Very um, nice indeed. And Alistair kicks away AJ's legs and sort of meteorism through the table um, from the announce table. Nice spot. Meteora, love it. Yeah, love it. Throw it up, but everybody uses it now because obviously Alistair Black does it. Um, Andrade does it, Sasha Banks does it. Um, that's just fucking main roster, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> off the top of my head. Um, so so Black, Black start, starts to lift up AJ's head for the finish, you know, he sort of lifts him up for the Black Mass. Um, and then that's when Gallows and Anderson think, all right, it's time Finally. to get involved now. Um, Finally, interfere 20 minutes into the match, you've watched your boy getting, fucking bizarre, getting knackered, getting pummeled. Oh, now we'll interfere, yeah. Logic, logic. Stupid. Fucks, man. Um, so they, they beat up Alistair Black and um, they start to hold him up for the... They hit him with the magic oh, kill and they start to hold him up kill. for the forearm. Um, and then, of course, the gong hits. Um, the Undertaker appears and he's, he's holding both Gallows Anderson and choking them and just, just going... Ah, ah. Uh, it looked a bit kinky. And uh, I thought it was a bit nasty. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't know if it was on the it was on the Tron, by the way, because he turned at the exact time he jumped up, which was nice. Mm-hmm. Um, catches him with the choke slam, choke slams him, um, and he just sort of leaves, doesn't he? Um, Arthur Black comes in, hits a fucking sweet black mass. Um... Oh, right in the money. <laughs> um, mm. and, and gets to one, two, three. Um, enjoyed this. Um, you know, it, it changed the pace for the show a wee bit. I know it dried in terms of it was a long match, but it was a slower match and it allowed people probably to go and get a drink and avoid the bullshittery. Um, a lot of weaponry involved and stuff like that as well. I quite enjoy like no DQ matches if they're done right. Um, mm. And this wasn't too bad. Do you think, I don't actually see they're giving Alistair a push, but they're giving him a nudge? Uh, no. No, no, he's an afterthought in this match. He's an absolute afterthought, mm. which pissed me off something awful. So, to start with, right, obviously we've discussed the OC being 
idiots by not interfering yeah. uh, as much as this. Fuck off, Taker. Like, genuinely, fuck right off. It's 2020, mate. Nobody wants to see you. It's done. It's dusted. He's been beat twice at many already. He's fit. Just re- go and retire. Keep yourself healthy. Why are you... What age is he now? Like 55, 56? Oh, I, I, I don't even care. I really don't care. He could be still 45. I don't care. Yeah. He's certainly back his prime, and I think it does... It, I get worried now about Taker much, you know. Um, I've got no interest in it. Um, there's, there's, Who can say that they're buying Mena to see a 50-plus-year-old Undertaker yeah. who can't even hit a choke slam? That's two times in a row he's botched that choke slam. He's put uh, Styles on his shoulder twice. Yeah. He's I, going to hurt someone badly. Um, I and think, um, like, the, the, the best attraction about him is his fucking entrance. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's what... You know, you what you hear his entrance, and you hear the goal, and you go off, and then you, as soon as you get, the ring, you think, "Oh." Fuck. I get what you're saying about the entrance, but it's a a, a mania that's already seven hours long. You don't need a ten minute Undertaker entrance. No, no, I'd agree with you. I'd agree with you to an extent. I think you know he has earned the right to do whatever the fuck he likes. But by the same token, you know there is a time when you need to hang it up and pass it to the next generation. And I don't think it's WWE saying, "Oh, we need you to stick around." I think it's just Taker wanting to you know, keep doing it. I understand it's addictive, you know, I understand that he's done it all his life, I understand, mm. you know, the money he probably makes from it as well. Um, go he- go help out in NXT then. But that, well that's it, you know. Like, How good would a mind like that be to focus on character work? Yeah. There's probably no one better to teach how to, um, to act out a character on WWE TV than Undertaker. No, I'd agree with you. Check your fucking ego at the door, mate. I'd agree with you on all that. This, all this done, it's not going to be a good match because Taker cannot no. match the pace of AJ Styles. Nobody can match the pace of AJ Styles. No. And all you've done here is make Arthur Black look like a fucking moron. Do you think Alistair could eventually beat the top of the card? No. 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 He's not, he's not for me. No, that, that's an interesting one for me because I think he's a good promo and I think he's good in the ring. But... Do you? Yeah, I do. I do think he's a good promo. No, oh, no. He's. Mm. He's not. He's 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 not my cup of tea. I like his. I like the the sudden impact he's finishing that can come out of nowhere. Yeah, that's the only thing I like about him. I, I, hate I would. I would. Um, I would also say that obviously English isn't his first language. Um, no, when it comes to his promo, so I, I, I take that into account as well. But I, I quite enjoy mm-hmm. his promos. I think good. Um, I think the. I think that character has been overplayed. I think his character is just a wee bit blurred. In terms it's, of what you're looking at, you know, like oh, and I think it's very, very. Uh, I, I don't know, you know, you don't really know where he is, but is he a fucking creepy demon? Kind of, I don't know. Yeah, um, exactly. Like I don't. Is it cult? Is that what it is? Like yeah. It will, well, I think we'll, we'll, we'll crack on. Cause we've got the three matches still to go here. Um, oh, well, <laughs> well, we don't. I, I'll be honest with you. I have not taken. Any right, we'll fly through the next match. two um, because this one. Well, I, I'm going to mark it more about my boys than anything else. Uh, <laughs> that's that's the only positive I've taken for this next match. So it's Street Profits, uh, they've regained their, tag, their Raw Tag Team Champions against Seth and Murphy, and this is the rematch. Yep. Um, but again, I've got no interest in this match at all. Um, Seth has run his course for me. Um, wow, even with a new gimmick and everything? It's not a new gimmick. It's the same gimmick as he had with Authority. He's mm. the front man of a large... Of a large um, Oh, I don't know, man. I disagree with you there. Ah, it's, it's garbage. Uh, he, he's better on his own, Seth. As a, he's better on his own as a heel. We've seen the the Seth involved in the factions more 
than anything yeah. else that he's done. I, I'd, I'd say I'd say I like this sort of version a bit better because he's given fuck AOP man. Like, I, don't, I don't mean that a bad way, but I mean like, he's not giving them anything because they're just getting, they're yeah. just taking falls all the time. But mm. Buddy Murphy, he's sort of made people look at Buddy Murphy and see that he's credible. Um, but Buddy Murphy's taking the falls in the tank. No, but I know, I know, but that, but that's what Buddy needed was just somebody to sort of to share a spotlight a wee bit. You know, like we knew I, I he was good, Buddy, but it was I like you need you, you need to give him a wee bit of just a sort of something. He could have got there. He could have got there with something else. I, I, I'd agree with that, but I just think obviously that's what's helped him in getting there. And I, I think it'll eventually come with those two facing off each other at some point. Um, Quite a bit down the line, though. I think we're still quite early days on that. Um, yeah. So I'll just say that the Street Profits win this match. Um, it's a good match. Go- gorgeous frog splash from Montel. He hit some fucking big air, mm-hmm. man. He must hit about eight, 18 <laughs> feet in the air. Fucking hell, man. They need, they need to raise the house lights. Like the, oh! <laughs> the marina. Must, you know, see, before he goes to see the live events here, they've got the sort of little light in there. Yeah, yeah. watch it. <laughs> watch your lights, man. They cost a fortune. That's going to be your wages. <laughs> That's going off your royalty checks. Um, I, I like them more in the backstage role than I do them in the ring. Um, and that's not... Um, that's not Downgrading how good they are in the ring. Oh, it's just so And you know there. something, Angelo Dawkins, he doesn't get a look in because Tez is so fucking good. But yeah. Dawkins is good in his own right, but he just isn't yeah. going to be the star of the group. Um, no, you know, every the... tag team's got a genetic, you know? <laughs> is that oh, 100%. Um, every tag team's got a genetic, and he's a genetic, unfortunately. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like that's the bar. I like that. That's, that's, how, that's it's, how it's always been, you know. Yeah, there's a Michael and a Genetti, you know, and, and he's a Genetti. <laughs> you're, you're the Genetti or you're the Stevie Ray. <laughs> <laughs> no, I need to that bad. So, um, I, but I have written here, written here a lot of red cups in the crowd, which I like, and I'm sure at WrestleMania there's going to be a fucking hell of a lot more. Yeah. With the Hulkamania, yeah. with the Kofi Mania, now it's fucking red cup mania. Um, mm-hmm. I do like that. I, mm-hmm. I like it. It's just a gimmick, but it's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. General, every time I've watched these guys, General was always asking what's in the cup. Um, <sighs> fuck him. Um, Your fucking career, man, is in the drain. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> imagine, could you imagine have, if you'd have told me in 2002 that Jerry Lawler would still be a main commentator <laughs> on Raw 19 years later? I'd have laughed at you. Yeah, still watching my room. Yeah, oh, I, I hate him so much. I love everything I about these guys, by the way. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the most not Montez is the most naturally charismatic guy that's come through NXT in a while. Um, just like everything about him. Um, did Sam Roberts um, made some comments about Bianca Belair a while ago, mm-hmm. and he recently said that every time he goes to the WWE event, Montez Ford just stares at him. That's his wife. So he oh, just right, fucking okay. stares at him. Mm. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, this guy, he's just got some level of pay. You know? And I just yeah. imagine him just fucking staring at him. For <laughs> just staring at him. He's Sam Roberts, shite, he's still with shite beard and he's shite hair. And my yeah, desk force, yeah. I can mm. fucking kill you. you know? oh, love That's the match we want to see. <laughs> uh, AOP um, get taken out by the Viking Raiders who come down and brawl him at one point um, because they're at ringside for whatever reason. Um, so that sort of levels the playing field if you like mm-hmm. um, and I'm just trying to see where the fuck the finish is here because that's something yeah, Owens, Owens comes oh, out oh yes that's right. um, yeah. um, Owens wanders down through the crowd with a tub of popcorn, popcorn. Um, mm-hmm. he looks for a cheer in the front row but there isn't one so he hops over and sits on the edge of the Spanish announce table yeah. Seth Rollins comes out he fucks him in the face with some popcorn Seth sells it as well which I always like mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my eyes the butter um then, there, was a, there was a very subtle thing that Kevin Owens done as he was eating his popcorn. The, the, split, 
the split second before Seth got attacked, he pointed behind Seth to say, so, oh, you better watch out, son. I didn't and see it in the live one, but I saw it in the replay, um, and he just sort of points, and then you just see Dawkins, and he fucking rattles him, man. <laughs> Absolutely flows him into the sort of barricade and stuff like that. Um, and Owens Kevin is Owens. just sitting there munching his popcorn. Yeah. Um, and Owens just deserves better. Would oh, you not agree yeah. that Owens deserves better? No. Um, no, well, I, no. no, sorry, I would agree he deserves better, but I wouldn't say yeah. that in terms of I dislike this because I enjoy this. Like, it's... no, 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 I don't, no, 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 I don't mean in terms of like this match. It's fine. It was what it was, but Owens, man, he always just gets lost in the shuffle. Yeah, it's like, he's a main, he's a main event. Him and, like, him and Strowman as well. Like, you know, they always seem to get lost when it comes to the big shows. <laughs> oh, we'll, we'll get, get to that. We'll get, get to that in the next match. Um, so the Street Profits get the win. Um, big ass fucking frog splash from Montez. Mm-hmm. Um, solid match. I quite enjoyed it. Maybe a tad long. Um, you know, because the finish at the end bit was what you were getting to. Um, so you probably could I mean, have rushed it along a wee bit. Eighteen, eighteen thirty. Yeah. That was long. The last three matches, thirty-two minutes, twenty-three minutes, and eighteen. Yeah. You need you need a wee piss break match in there somewhere. Yeah, definitely. I would agree you with that. You need a wee. You need a wee two minute. Yeah. Kind of a divas one. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Kelly Kelly. Uh, uh, but we got we got a post match sort of Owens take out of the ring. <laughs> Did you notice he sort of sits his popcorn down? He's like stay. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it doesn't fall over. He must have been really enjoying that. He was fucking munching so, it all the whole time. Um, so good. Stuns Rollins, gets himself out of there, <laughs> drops some popcorn on Buddy Murphy on his way up the ramp mm-hmm. um, and, and wanders out. And we sort of get Seth and Buddy at the end sort of just looking at each other on what went wrong there sort of thing, you know. Um, Teasing the breakup already. I feel like Seth and, and Owens feud has been going on for fucking months yep. and they've never had a one-on-one match yet you know but it's just no. been going for fucking ages yep. it was a bit like you know the Jericho same. Owens and Reigns stuff a few Owens, years ago oh my god it felt like it went on for fucking ages mm-hmm. um, so, that's because it did well it did die but it just <laughs> yeah. feels that way and they've not even had their blow off yet it's no like, I, I know exactly what you mean um, they're obviously building to that at Mania but, uh, yeah um, yeah um, and it's going to be a crap match and you know it's going to be a crap match it'll underwhelm um, what do you make of Owens doing the stunner I don't think we've really spoke about it um, I don't mind it. It's, but... it's got him over the baby face, you know, in terms of like yeah. people, people enjoy it, so he's sort of just throwing it in there. Um... It's not his finishing manoeuvre. No, no, he uses it. Aye, aye. So I don't like the stunner as a transitional move. But then it's that whole thing, isn't it? Like fucking Michael just uses the switch chair music and everything. Super kicks people. It's sort of like that. That it's not. I mean, it's just a yeah, fucking job breaker, I mean, isn't it? Like, yeah, yeah, I do like the kind of a kayfabe aspect of that. Is that it's only a finisher if you can do it properly. So Stone Cold does it; he's the master of the stunner. Yeah. So that's your finisher. HBK super kick or sweet chair music, if you will. Yeah, I mean it's fine. I st- the pop up power bomb is just brilliant. Brilliant, yeah. Um, so with it, the the uh, championship match, Braun Strowman takes on Sami Zayn, Shinsuke Nakamura, and Cesaro in a handicap match. Whoever gets the fall in this match will take the title. Um. This sort of happened with Braun Strowman signing the contract without actually reading it, I believe. It was something like that. Mm-hmm. And Zayn had changed it so that all three of them could be in the match. Because um, yeah. that's how you can do things. You can just change contracts. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. He's, got, <laughs> he's the power of an attorney. Yeah. Um, I was... Mm, I'm in two minds about this match. I was... I was there's no good result with this match. So Z- Zayn is, is being quite cowardly. Um, mm-hmm. He's doing his fucking boxing feet and stance. In front oh, of that Strowman. was brilliant. But he's not getting yeah. involved with Strowman. He's letting Shinsuke and, and Cesaro take the brunt. And then once mm-hmm. Strowman's sort of down, he'll come in and, and chip away and come back out again. Slimy yeah. bastard heel. You know, nice, nice roll. Standard. Um, mm-hmm. 
they get a the better of Strowman on the outside at one point, and that's when they get him back in. Um, he tries to spear, I think it's Cesaro uh, in the corner, and he, rat- he goes right in the ring post. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nakamura runs all on, on the apron and can chasses him um, against the ring post, which would, would probably not clean out if it was, <laughs> um, yeah. which is fair enough. Uh, and the finish of the match, they pick him up um, and it's a sort of double suplex, which is not easy. <laughs> you know, Cesaro's mm-hmm. a strong boy. Um, yeah. And with the two of them, him and Shinsuke trying to pick him up, and Sammy sort of has a halluva kick while he's sort of in the air. Um, yeah. Not a terrible spot, but it's no great. Um, and Sammy Zayn pins the monster one, two, three, and mm-hmm. wins the IC title. That's uh, in a nutshell, really. Um, yeah, I mean, that was the story of the match. It was frequent tags. It was, if, is Braun on his feet? Yes, okay. Sammy Zayn's on the outside. Is he down on the map? Okay, Sammy Zayn tags yeah. in. And it was frequent tags, all the way to the finish. I say the halluva kick. Um, and that's his first main roster title win in five years. Mental. And he's, right. he's been a manager for the last six months as well. Right. Um, Let's talk about the, 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 the crap surrounding this. Um, so, question for you. Um, why don't they pull the trigger on Braun at WrestleMania season? <sighs> Never mind the rest of the year. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't know. Um, right. Is he destined to win that battle royal for the rest of his career? Is that his place in WWE? You cannot hold a belt at Mania because you're in the Andre the Giant battle. And you know, it's so bizarre to me because Vince would love a guy like him to be champion. Why would Vince mm-hmm. not love a guy like him to be champion? He's a big guy. He can move like fuck. Admittedly, his promos are not great, but it's very much but, like... But, but, but they're good enough for like, his ah, character. they're good for who he is and what he is. Mm-hmm. You know, he, he's over. You know, he's, he's fucking... I'm sure he sells a lot of merch. I've got one of his t-shirts. He's got to get his hands stuff going on. Yep. You know, people mm-hmm. love him. Um, kids fucking love him at live events and stuff like that. You know, you can put yep. him on main event at live events because people, kids love him. You know, <laughs> you love him. Oh, you love him at live events. Oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, don't be telling people my stories at live events. <laughs> <laughs> it's a mating call, the Bron Chan. Very much. But it was just like, you know, I, I just, I don't, I, I don't get it, man. Like, there's, I don't get what's holding him back. There's, there's nothing that I can see on the surface that's holding him back. He puts a lot of work in. He, he got himself yep. in tremendous shape. Oh yes. Um, but on the flip side, you know, I, I so the, for, taking this match out con- on its own, right? I quite enjoyed the story. Yeah, it made sense. Oh, the, ma- the, ma- the match was fine, and I liked that Sami Zayn won the title. What I mm-hmm. didn't like was Strowman's on the Huddy Belt a month. Yeah, and you know so we're coming into Mania season. Like this is something mm-hmm. that they should have done much later. Um, you know, Strowman should have had a good run with the title, etc. But they sort of booked themselves in a corner by fucking putting on Strowman anyway. It's just one of the ones, isn't it, where you're like... Um, How do you... It just <laughs> seems Strowman's always have other plans for the titles when it comes around mm-hmm. to Mania season and not for Strowman. Yeah. That's that's what it seems. Yeah. But I, I don't really have much to say about it because, I, I say, I don't want to... Again, as I, I say, it was, a, it was a fine match. It was just forgettable. Very, very forgettable. Yeah. And for it being Zayn's first title win in the main roster... Mm, it, it's going to get heat. You know, it's going to work. Zayn is... What a promo he is nowadays, man. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. He, play, he's, he plays his role tremendously well. Um, and he's got he's got the muscle behind him and Cesaro and Nakamura yeah. as well. So, so well, before we dive into the main event, well, we'll do our top three Elimination Chamber matches of all time. Oh, absolutely, because the main event was pissed. Yes, <laughs> we'll fly through the main event because there's not a we lot to talk about. Fly um, nothing happens. Similar to what Shayna Baszler did, fly through the main event. Um, Oh, she was like a hot knife through, but <laughs> still getting paid by the hour anyway. That's for sure. Yeah, absolutely not. Um, so what we do from three, like, both our threes, both our twos, and both our ones, and just sort of 
So we'll, no, I'll, I'll, no, no, you do your three first. Right, okay. So my, my top three Elimination Chamber matches, so of course we can do it as in favourites or as in best. It's up to ourselves. I've sort of done it by favourites instead, um, just to preference. My, yeah, I think my three favourites are the three best. Personally, that's Fair what enough. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so give us what you've got. My number three um, is from No Way Out 2009. Um, it's the World Heavyweight Championship match. So to put you in a picture, Edge was in a defended his WWE Championship earlier in the night and lost it in a chamber match. So at the World Heavyweight Championship match, he comes down and he takes out Kofi Kingston on the ramp and enters mm-hmm. his pod. So he then enters yep. himself into the match um, and he goes on to win the match, um, winning the title. So he came in with the WWE Championship and left for the World Heavyweight Championship. I thought it was a really Four good story for the show. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio went belt to bell in this match. I know you're not a Mysterio fan, but it was really, really good and it showed sort of his underdog no. character in that as well. <laughs> What makes you think that? <laughs> so, but I, I, those two is a final, final two sort of kept us guessing because Raid went the whole distance as well as obviously yeah. Edge coming in. Why would you put Edge in there if he wasn't going to win it? You know, so it was like sort of oh, who could win this one? Yeah, and definitely. those two guys worked very, very well together. So that was my number three. Um, number two, which is one I've watched quite recently as well on my 2002 run, uh, which is the first ever Elimination Chamber. Um, so obviously it's 2002, the World mm-hmm. Heavyweight Champion Triple mm-hmm. H, uh, Kane, RVD, Chris Jericho, Booker T, and the returning Shawn Michaels. Um, Michaels did return at SummerSlam, but this was his first match back since then, um, after Triple H had taken him out with his sledgehammer. Um, there's a lot of uncertainty still surrounding Shawn Michaels. Obviously, had been yeah, in the WWE for a while yeah. before as well, so people weren't sure yeah. if he was going to stick around or if he was going to be away again. Um, I think he had overcome his demons by this point and stuff like that as well. Um, he found Jesus. Yes. Um, <laughs> so he, it was it was a nice little story to see Michaels coming back. It was great when he got back in the ring and he showed the old Shawn Michaels again. And of yep. course, that fantastic one, um, one at the end where he wins the World Heavyweight Championship um, after many many years without it and out injured and stuff like that. So. Yeah. Yep, state your gear, mate. Oh, yeah. I've actually so I listened to a podcast about this as well, and apparently that gear was just never finished. So like, oh, apparently right, okay. they sent it away to somebody, but they never had time to finish it, so they just wore it like it as it was. <laughs> it was maybe more jazzy than that, I think. Um, and my number one, which I'm sure is going to be on your list, is the 2017 Elimination Chamber for the WWE title. Um, so Styles, Ambrose, Cena, um, The Miz, Baron Corbin, and the eventual winner, Bray Wyatt, um, this was one of the first times in my adult wrestling life that I was on top of my couch shouting my head off. Um, <laughs> it was such a great <laughs> night and moment. Um, I'll never forget watching it. And, you know, to put you in a picture of myself and shooting our big Bray Wyatt fans. Um, and it was just like, that, that was the Met moment. Met him once. Lovely guy. Lovely fella. Um, he stood and chat, chatted for a bit, didn't he? He was, he was very, very nice. Um, mm-hmm. Missed half the first match. Yeah, we, we missed half the match because of him. Um, oh, go get yourself ready, Bray. We'll be outside. Right, you better do it. But it wins the world oh title God. for the first time. Um, and this was a, it was a great moment for me in terms of my own personal wrestling life, if you like. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it was it was one that I'll always be happy to watch back and just sit and, and, and have pure joy. You know, wrestling should bring you joy. And this absolutely did for me. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, so that's why it's my number one. And people will be like, oh, it was a shit match, but fuck you. It's my list. <laughs> no, that is, that's a fair enough point. Um, no, that did not make my list. Oh. Um, because how it ended at Mania. Right, okay. So, my top three are based on, not the quality of the match, because generally the story matches are it. It's Fair the enough. story, or the, it's not the story coming into it, it's the stories coming out of it. So that's where okay. my logic lies with chamber matches. I do so, have honourable mentions on mine, but I'll wait until you say yours, so don't <laughs> take away. Um, so, number three is the one we watched a couple of weeks ago. It was Elimination Chamber 2010. 
Um, Jericho wins a World Heavyweight title nice. after HBK interferes and sets up HBK Taker 2 at WrestleMania 26. Yep. One of the best Great stories. moment as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, again, not... Well, the match was fine, but the story coming out, it was fine. Um, Elimination Chamber 2019. Uh, Daniel Bryan goes in as champion, and that starts the road to Kofi Mania. Another wow. great story. Another great moment uh, in wrestling the last 10 years. Um, built the hype t- um, towards Kofi's title win at Mania. Um, and a, a solid match as well. Yeah. Um, heel Daniel Bryan doing his... Um, Champion at Earth stick with the oh the Earth champ, planet champion oh brilliant yeah with the hemp belt and stuff like that brilliant uh, and my number one is your number two mate Survivor Series two thousand two HBK yeah. walks out with the belt brilliant. um can I um climax if you will of the HBK return storyline yeah. taking the, the pinnacle isn't it, that story yeah absolutely uh, take the belt off of Triple H because he's a cunt. yeah. My uh, <laughs> my honourable mention was New Year's Resol- uh, Revolution 2006. Um, mm-hmm. We've seen a def- defeats all odds in the chamber, yeah, um, yeah. and then Edge cashes then, in the first ever yeah. cash in. Um, yeah. Just just a brilliant fucking moment, and really kick started the whole ultimate opportunist thing for Edge and stuff like that. Yes, um, it was a great yes. storyline and character development in that one. So that one just missed out for me. Um, it's hard to. Re- I don't think any chamber matches are phenomenal. I don't think any of the actual no. matches are great. But like they're good, and the story, the stories are what really makes those matches. And yeah. fair enough, it's a good match. It's a good match type for storylines to develop. In terms of like the actual um, wrestling into the elimination chamber, I think the best wrestling one was it was the next one after Survivor Two Thousand Two, where uh, Goldberg, Goldberg was in it. Goldberg uh, But then the finish of again Triple H being a yeah. and taking the win kind of assured that for me. Um, I hope that's one we do on the podcast once because I don't remember an awful lot about it. Um, no. Uh, History of the Chamber, Triple H. Um, six six appearances, four victories, seven eliminations. Not bad, is Not it? bad, not bad. Most appearances in an elimination chamber. Do you want to have a guess who it is? And it's not him. It's not him. And this man also has the most eliminations in the chamber. How much, John? No. Oh. It is Chris Jericho. Oh, is it? Oh, very nice. Eight appearances in the oh, chamber me. and ten, ten eliminations. Because yeah. he was in those first two as well. Because remember, Goldberg mm-hmm. speared him through the fucking pod in one of them as well. Um, yeah. Only one at once, though. Ah, that's the story of Jericho. He did a lot of uh, money so in the banks as well and never won it. Um, yeah. So, we'll move into the main event now, I suppose. <laughs> uh, well, there was a... There was a women's match. Yeah. Um, oh, we don't even need to talk about this. Let's be no. honest. Um, Shayna Baszler runs through the whole women's <laughs> division on Raw. Um, yeah. She beats... Uh, uh, apart, apart from Asuka. Asuka well, she got a bit of showing, yeah. I'm sure you were delighted about mm. that. Um, I was. I was. Natalia like, Ruby Riot started. Liv Mor- uh, Sarah Logan came in. Liv Morgan came in. There was not much, many spots. Of, sorry, Shayna came in before Liv, didn't she? Um, Shayna yeah, came so... in and eliminated the three of them in about a minute. Mm-hmm. The, 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 there's one move <laughs> that popped with me, um, and it was Sarah Logan's pop-up headbutt. Oh yeah, yeah, fucking class. The pod, yeah, that was that was nice. Yeah. I don't understand how the that... pop-up makes it any better though. No, you know, like you know, you the pop-up album, you get a bit of air and momentum, but with a pop-up headbutt, you're just throwing them up to. Uh, if the, the it looks good. Would probably, the pop-up headbutt would probably more do, do more damage to you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so logistically, what, but it is cool. It is cool. Um, sorry, I didn't mean to take away for that. There, <laughs> Logist- logistically breaking down a Sarah Logan 
uh, moveset. Yeah. You'll only hear it on this podcast. Yes. <laughs> Fuck those B podcasts. This is the issue. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, so all three, uh, Natty, Logan and Ruben the ring, Shana comes out and just taps out uh, everybody. What, what is her finisher called? What is that joke called? California uh, clutch is something like that. Uh, I just got it's, a sleeper, it's something like that. It's a sleeper. Yeah, it's a, yes, a, it's a joke. It's a joke. There's a name for it, but I couldn't work out in the accent, and I never done my research on this one because it couldn't be us. Yeah. It took long enough to watch not. this fucking match. Uh, I mean, it's it could not be more obvious who's winning. This is Bob Pauly versus Brock Lesnar at the Rumble. Levels so, of you know who's going to win. I'm going to say it just now. I was going to say it to them. I'm going to say it now. Right. So but, but, we'll, we'll jump to the finish now. So Shayna Baszler takes him out. Liv Morgan comes in and she gets a nice wee showing. Um, Liv Morgan also had a match on mm-hmm. Raw, which I've watched this morning. Um, it was a tag match, but she has improved dramatically wrestling wise. Her facials yeah. are fantastic. And I do think that she could go places if they nail her character a wee bit better. She should have a proper Harley Quinn style character. You know, a bit more like deluded and. You know, mm, Dipsy, you know? Yeah, um, like, like a wee bit of a Alexa. And I, 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 but like Alexa, yeah. but, you know, go full fucking board, man. Like, put her in a fucking glass cell and make her fucking jump about, you know? And I don't know, man, just go well, full in on it. Like, make it daft. Why, like. why Why? did they not pull the trigger on the Sister Abigail angle yeah. with Morgan? She, 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 it's her eyes, man. She, she does that stare. And you think, fuck me, man, that's actually quite creepy. Like, she's staring the whole right through you, you know? Right, so the, so the problem is... There's too many good women wrestlers. Okay, yeah. To add, to add another no, one. You need a character. Okay. You know, you need to, you need to be out with everybody else. You know, you need to be different from the crowd. And I think, I think she's got it. In the, I think, I think it's there, but she just need, they just need to find it. But she, it's going to be very, very hard for her to break the stigma of just a good-looking woman. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's going to be very, very hard. And if she does it, fair play. Yeah. But I don't think she will because there's. The pecking order's too high at the minute. Look who you've got. Charlotte, Shayna now, Ronda yeah. which comes back, Becky, Bailey to some extent, yeah. Alexa, Asuka. There's a pecking order that is going to be very, very hard yeah. to break. Unfortunately, her place is going to be as a part of the rest of the women's uh, jobbers like Natalia, Ruby, Sarah, um, fucking Iconics, um, uh, Tamina Snuka, that, that kind of thing yeah, you know what I mean shame uh, she, she fucking by the way Shana just about kills her oh my fucking god she swings her in, <coughs> yeah. in the chamber and mm-hmm. in the pod oh she looked she, she, she looked alright afterwards but fuck me man <laughs> yeah what, what, I, what I didn't like was that Shana tapped out Natalia Neidhart on the outside of the ring uh, you're not allowed to do that you're not allowed that's that Natty's still in that that's match that's the whole point yeah they, they, shouldn't yeah. Have, they shouldn't have done that but then also she does it with love as well when she's up on the top but the ah, cocaine like that's like because it's still part of the ring. Yeah, um, yeah. And rope breaks, and rope breaks don't count. Don't count. Yeah, matches, so but, uh, I love that intimidation yeah, towards Asuka. She, she sort of lifts her up, sort of hanging on the turnbuckle, and she's just staring at Asuka oh, the whole time. Mm-hmm. She's got the sleeper in, um, and Liv just chokes, just passes out, and gets eliminated. So, really, really nice. Um, and then we finally get Asuka. <laughs> Asuka, for fuck's sake, man! She's screaming she at was her. shouting for about five minutes. Yeah, just, I love oh, that. Brilliant. She was fired up for this. She she was not intimidated by Shayna Baszler at all. She's like, fucking come ahead. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because, like, legitimately, that's the match that I want to see. This should have been a one-on-one match with Shayna Baszler and Asuka. Yeah. So they nailed it on Raw, but they changed it. Um, mm-hmm. Which I suppose rightfully so. Um, you know, don't give away on TV and stuff like that. But then, yeah, you, know, yeah. you, give, it, you give us it here and we don't really get an awful lot of it either. So, But it, it, still, exactly. it still leaves it to be open in the future. But... Um, mm-hmm. 
so Asuka gets in, they have a bit of sort of back and forth, but it's, it doesn't last very long, does it? Um, no. And, Sh- no. and Sheena gets the win um, by choking Asuka out as well. So we get a, a, a nice moment, a moment at the end where Sheena's just sort of standing tall. Um, she's ready to take on Becky. Becky should have come out. Yeah. Even if she just threw it at the top of the ramp, lifted the belt, and they gave the crowd a bit of a pop and something to smile about. Yep. It was really flat ending at the pay per view. Um, I think they've really. So where did they go? So we with Shayna Baszler, they have there's... to do a draft after Mania because if Shayna wins the title, she's fucking beat everybody. Bar Charlotte. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Well, that's where they'll go next one. So we need to. Uh, so we we'll probably go with Charlotte until they do a draft. Or it's... or does Ronda come back? I don't know if they would put them against each other or not. I think they maybe did the four horsewomen thing. It's the only logical kind of a step. Yeah. MMA versus MMA. That's the, <clears throat> that's the only match I'd want to see. Definitely. Aye. Um, Although, the, I'm sure uh, in the run after Mena, it'll be Asuka versus Shayna. That'll be like the kind of a... I don't the know what's match, yeah. It'll be, it's not yeah, scheduled yet, but maybe Extreme Rules. I'm going to call it Backlash because Backlash is also always after the <laughs> so I'm calling it Backlash. Twitter, Twitter backlash. Um, yeah. Aye, so they sort of, I think they sort of fucked themselves with that one. Um, but Sheena does have heat. Um, you know, some people don't like her. <laughs> She's an ugly bastard. <laughs> <laughs> she, she looks like oh, she could she fucking is. eat your face, doesn't she? She is a mean-looking woman, man. Jesus. Holy fuck. Oh. Yeah, she's, I don't think she's marketable in that sense. Like, like Rhea Ripley's the same kind of a Badass, but she is. She's a good looking, ah, uh, good looking woman. You in terms know what I mean? of posters, you're, you're talking about here. Yeah, yeah, in terms yeah. Of, you know, being in front Imagine of putting that, Sheena, exactly, a poster like... or, a, or a DVD mm. cover or a fucking, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, 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 some yeah, such. yeah. So, and that's not being sexist or misogynist. That's just been realistic for Martin. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, what you're writing the show? Yeah, I'm going to give it. A, it's a B. It's a B minus. Yeah. <laughs> The, the first two matches carried this pay per view, and they were that good. I don't, I don't think anything was abruptly bad. Um, so that's why I've not marked it down too much. Um, the the black and styles match kind of soured the pay per view for me a wee bit uh, because I've no interest in seeing Taker. Um, the, the SmackDown tags weren't bad; it just went on a wee bit long. Mm. Uh, the IC match it is what it is. I was more concerned about kind of where Braun goes from here. Yeah, as was I. Yeah. Um, the women's match should have just been straight up Asuka versus Shayna. Um, the Black and Styles match was just to set up Taker Styles for Mena, so Black's afterthought. Uh, no interest in the raw tags. And as I say, the first two matches were out of this world. Yeah, so it's pretty much... Two matches of the year contenders. Uh, love seeing the Street Profits in there, so I enjoyed that match. They could have, they could have been wrestling fucking broomsticks and I loved that match. Um, I, I, AJ Styles and Alistair Black was what it was. I see the first two matches were fucking brilliant. Um... Absolutely loved them. The tag match, I could have done without it. This is the problem with themed pay-per-views. You book yourself in a corner, you have to deliver fucking elimination chamber matches, and there was nothing yeah, suitable on the card for yeah. it. Um, it was not required. And the problem with the women's match was, there was last year with the men's one, um, as you said, Kofi Mania started, you had somebody to cheer. If Kofi yes. wins that, you've got somebody to cheer to Mania. If Kofi loses that, you've got somebody to boo to Mania. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You've got. But with this one, the, the, the two main contenders were heels. No, your two main contenders yep. were Asuka and Shayna. So you, you had nobody to cheer for, so why yep. would you want to watch it? It just didn't make fucking sense yep. to me. It's logistical wrestling for me, but what do I know? I'm just a fucking mark. Um, but it's, it's, it's garbage as well because no universal title, no WWE yep. title. Drew McIntyre was Roman. Roman was not there. Fiend was not there. Where's Roman? Where's Drew? Where's the Fiend? 
Where's Ricochet? I mean, Ricochet in a chamber match? Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, they, 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 they fucked this for themselves. They really did. Um, I think it's because they were too busy building the Super Showdown that half the guys who were on Super Showdown never had a build to this yeah. pay-per-view. So, yeah. nah. It, it, That's Saudi money. Uh, I mean, that big bucks. Um, mm-hmm. Well, what are we? We're now four weeks out for Mania? Yeah, 28 days on, on the Maybe night. Maybe just shy for that. Sunday there, yeah. so aye, four weeks. Um, the cards coming together not too badly. Um, yeah. Although that didn't do about the card, but <laughs> we know we've got Drew um, against Brock Lesnar, Roman versus Goldberg, Drew. Fiend versus mm-hmm. Cena, Becky versus Shayna, Charlotte versus Rhea Ripley. Um, I'm not sure who Bailey's facing yet. I think the rumour was going to be Naomi because she's no long back. Um, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that's yeah, not too not. bad. Um, I don't think we've got anything scheduled for tag matches yet. Um, because obviously they're still ongoing. It'll probably be Owens Rollins. We're probably going to get AJ and Taker. That's a Taker. lot of matches already, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah. So. And that's not even that's not even including your IC match. Oh, Edge Norton. Edge Norton as well. Fucking, I'm looking forward to that. But we'll have a great night watching that together, won't we? <laughs> ah, we will indeed. Um, I'll be sleeping for two o'clock. <laughs> so. You have won the predictions this week, which had, I have. Had you absolutely. <laughs> See, last week, see, the last time we did this, I brought it up straight away, but this time I just never said a word. Ah, <laughs> yeah, we'll be back to the end of the show, oh. eh? Um, yes, so, Marky boy, you know what we're in for, uh-huh. don't you? We're doing some WCW, WCW! <laughs> we're doing, next week, we're doing Uncensored 1997, oh, the peak of the uh, NWO I'm just going to put the, the listeners in perspective here. I was born in 97, so I never yeah. watched WCW at the time. So it's very, very fresh to me. <laughs> yeah, so, so I didn't watch WWE when I grew up. I watched WCW yeah. when I grew up because we only had WCW on Channel 5 because it was in free TV. Ah. Um, Raw and SmackDown were only available Sky. on paid cable Sky to Sky TV. Yep, so um, we would get together on a Friday night and watch WCW Worldwide, oh. which was the, the equivalent to WWE main event, you would say. Oh, right, okay. You'd get You'd get a few, but it was pretty much just highlights from, from Night Show. Ah, okay. Thunder. Yeah. So this is, as I say, this is prime NWO. Right. <laughs> and um, the card for you, mate, is a bit oh, of <laughs> So we've got a triangle faction match oh, in the main fuck. event. It's a triangle elimination match between Team NWO, Team WCW, and Team Roddy Piper for some reason. Ladies and gentlemen, you've now listened to the last it. episode of the Caledonian King Wrestling <laughs> Podcast. <laughs> we've gone bust. Oh. We've gone bust. We've, we've lost. So that's the main interest. event. That's oh, the main event. You get through a shit show to get there as well. Um, this is Bischoff era, you... isn't it? So it's not going to be all bad. This is prime Bischoff era. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, we'll give it a go. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> You get to pick, I think, so that so we said four weeks to main so you get to pick the next three shows. So I get the next three. Um, okay. So we're doing, do you want them just, I've already figured right, them out yeah, if, you, them. if you want them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we're doing Uncensored 1997. Yep. Um, obviously keeping it in the theme of the pay-per-views of the month. So these are March pay-per-views, obviously. Um, we're doing, after that, we're doing the last ever WCW pay-per-view, which is Greed oh, 2001. And then before... Mania 36, we're going to go and rekindle. That's a wee bit of gift for you, mate. It's Mania 24. Oh, right, very nice. That's that's bang smack in the middle of your kind of preference of wrestling. Yeah, so I thought I'll give you a good gift because um, you were nice to me because those NXT shows were incredible. Yeah. Um, NXT Rival was good to watch and um, gave me a good 
um, to say this. Is that Steiner? Then uh, Steiner is the oh, champion. Man, nah, I love that man. We fucking love Steiner. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so that, that's that for the Elimination Chamber episode. This is probably one of our longest episodes. Um, quite a lot to talk about because we don't get to do. We don't do the current stuff unless we're doing the current pay per views. So there's a lot to talk yeah, about exactly. all the time. So yeah. that's why these ones go a wee bit longer. Um, Plus we've got billed for the next pay per views. Yeah. Like that, so we'll be going back to Uncensored '97. Um, Come listen to Mark pull his hair out on air. Looking forward to it. <laughs> well, thanks for joining me, Stuart. It's been brilliant. Um, Always a pleasure watching wrestling with you, Mark. I will see you next week. Oh, join us for Uncensored 97 <laughs> next week. Thanks very much. Bye.